maybe a lot this summer maybe i don't i don't know what it is but uh i was just outside talking to my back my 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 neighbor on the back porch and i got lit the fuck up by mosquitoes and uh one of them is on my toe and i want to blow my fucking brains out i don't know about you guys but this is how it ends i think this is this is how i go oh boy i don't know how you're surviving because I, I know into, it's fucking tough life, man. I, I reach yeah. into like dark holes every single day, and I, I, I'm, I'm still dealing with a wasp thing right there on, right there on my little pinky finger. Damn. Right there. Yeah, yeah. Can't I don't know. I just, I've never been a mosquito magnet either. So like, my wife was just making fun of me because she, I guess, got bit like by mosquitoes as a child, and I, it's never really been a problem for me. I get a mosquito bite here or there, but woo, they fucking lit me up just standing on my back porch just a few minutes ago. You know what's great about this is like you give us shit, all of our white people problems. You guys get lit up by the sun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And you've, you're experiencing your first mosquito bite, you poor thing. When you say lit well, up, no, not like ever, but like of the of the year, like I haven't really been had mosquito bites because I guess I haven't been out in grasslands. I spent a like parking it. lot last weekend. That there's not a whole lot of mosquito action. <laughs> Golly day. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking move. It's boy. on a it's on a very irritable spot in your foot. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So it's like right on the fucking like third toe. So like if you're moving over on my left foot. Mm-hmm. So basically it's the, the same entire way webbing. You go. <laughs> yeah, the, it could be. Uh, yeah, right, it doesn't really matter. So like the whole <laughs> webbing of my foot right now is just <laughs> itching, and I do I would love to rip my foot off. You if, poor if, guy. Um, is there an urgent care nearby, nearby that you can? You I don't can think do? so. I think I mean, it might take a Benadryl and sleep like a baby today. But that's about it. You know, that's some ice. These sales guys, we got we got hard life. Some ice ice helps. Uh, Does it? I was my wife was like, put some aloe on it, and I was like, it ain't sunburn, bitch. Like, what are you talking about? You know, what really helps is um it? sucking it up and just fucking moving about. Well, your no, life. obviously, yeah. obviously, uh, you got yeah, to suck too. And sucking on it, if you can get your foot to your mouth, just like, you know, suck the suck the mosquito poison out. Uh, That'll really get I mean, it. no, I I am flexible, but no, you put your right foot in your mouth and you shake it all about. That's a different hokey. That's the remix of the hokey pokey. Yeah. Uh, so this is what possibly where brain aneurysms start. You're so irritated by this, you're like rubbing. You said your left foot. Yeah. I know what's happening. You're taking your right heel and you're just fucking jabbing it into that yep. puppy. And yeah, downward exactly motion right. over and yeah. over again. And it's just, <clears throat> it's going to bother you to a point where yeah. blood is going to uh, calcify in your brain. Mm-hmm. And about a month from now, you're just going to, and yeah. you're just going to be, you're not going to die. You're just going to be more pissed off than you were. Yeah, that's true. And then the mosquito will bite you then. <laughs> it'll bite me in the same exact spot and it'll be fucking like, it'll last twice as long. How long do you guys think you have in a post-apocalyptic scenario? Like, you know, the shit goes down. Let's just, okay, Alan, obviously, I'm going to point at you first here, Mr. Mosquito Bite. Um, How long could the power grid stay down before, like, you're just, you just give up? Like, you literally walk out in the streets of Baltimore with your hands in the air and just say, I'm all yours, boys. Look, I have have crafted a, a charmed life for myself, but... I am a savvy individual. I'm pretty intelligent. 
Uh, I am also absolutely fucking ruthless. Um, I don't know if you guys have picked up on that in our brief stint together. Um, but I would literally kill the two of you uh, for literally anything. Oh, really? Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I think I'm good for a while. I just need to get my hands on some weapons. I don't stockpile weapons uh, like some Americans. It's not mm-hmm. It's not in my, it's not my brand. Uh, but, yeah, I just need to get my hands on some weapons. Uh, I got some guys, though. I, I Look, I network as a profession. I also network in my personal life. I got some guys on some plots of land that I think we're going to be all right on. Okay. All right. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm just talking about the power grid being out for a couple of days or so, but, you know. Oh, that? Yeah, I'm fine. We're good <laughs> on that. You've already eaten three people, murdered yeah. your family. Like I said, ruthless, bro. I don't care. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about no, uh, no generator, right? No power. No power, you know, whatever's in the house, um, mm. you know, whatever food s- sources are left over. Again, that's why I feel like the cities are just, just bad news, man. Yeah, I don't, that's and a thing. I, I don't keep a lot of... Are there a plethora of fucking opportunity? Yeah, a lot of opportunity, but you got you think you're ruthless. There's a guy, like, just doing it for funsies right now, and there's nothing yeah, wrong with the world. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to say? I just, I, I don't keep a lot of dry goods around. I think anything up there, if, if, if the... Fit were to hit the shan, uh, <clears throat> the the fridge and freezer are obsolete. I mean, I like realistically in my pantry, something that's going to last three. I mean, I have like a big thing of sourdough bread, but what do you got oh, on that? Maybe a week. I got a shitload of spam. But yeah, yeah I spam. don't. I don't care that. I got a. I got on spam for a while. I got a can of black beans and tomatoes with uh, chili peppers that I was planning on cooking in a pot in the near future because I like to do that over toast with eggs. Uh, I got a couple cans of tuna, a couple cans of chicken. Uh, outside of that, man, it's pretty. It's, oh, I got some plantain chips. Those are last forever. Yeah, yeah. you got the dog. Yeah, oh, that's not, that's see, not bad that's idea. that's that's what I'm talking. But about. then I got. I ain't gonna make a fire. You got, you got your neighbor. That's not true. I got my grill. That's gas powered. See, right. there you go to cook two your neighbors. <laughs> I could cook my neighbor and the dog. It could be a guess which is which. Yeah. Hey, like you don't even got to kill your a dog human. first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of street dogs around to kill. It's like the Pepsi or, or Coke with Sarah. Is it, is it the neighbor or is it the dog? Hmm. The dog. Which one is it? Trick question. I mixed them together. You'll never know. <laughs> it's a blend. The neighbor dog. I put, him in, I put him in casing of your intestines. <laughs> ah, you're dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> You're next. Crowd <laughs> oh, casings, you know. That's right. I, what, what, what brought that up? Were you just putzing around today, thinking like, you know, I I think about this quite often, probably more often than a psychological he's, professional. He's in like that demographic. Like uh, well, I am, just, like, I am, waiting. but I'm, I am, but I'm not. Like, I mean, Wes, you know, I'm a pretty handy guy. I'm pretty good with a, uh, you know, I'm pretty resourceful with uh, things that are in my vicinity. But Keep, hold on. Keep that line in mind. I got a really good story that Alan's going to enjoy. Go okay. on. You're a resourceful guy. Okay. And I, I, but I look at the preppers and I don't prep because I don't want to be lumped into that genre of human that's kind of insane and crazy who preps and has dry good food stored in his basement back by where the oil goes into his furnace. I don't want to be that guy, but I also know that that's the guy who lives when shit goes down. When it when when Skynet finally goes online and takes you all offline, 
those are the people that will rebuild this country in their own image. See, and conversely, I think that that's the person, like, no offense, Mur, you are the first person I come to kill because you've already set it up for me. Why do I got to do all the work? But the amount of, like, booby trapping I'm going to do around my one acre of property, my house that's, that's right in the middle of it, you know, there's going to be, a, it ain't be an easy, tr- it ain't going to be an easy trot to the front door. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We don't need, I, just need, I just need you dead and from a distance. That's fairly simple. It's going to be started. <laughs> and then, no offense, but Maria and the boy, that's, that's good eatings. <laughs> <laughs> it's be like, this is I don't even got to crack into the stores yet. We got fresh meat, boys. <laughs> Jared's going to just be littered with dog shit for you to step in, just to annoy the shit it's out all, of you. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. You know, Alan's going to get like 50 feet from the door. I'm going to release the mosquitoes. Yeah, and then I'm done. And then I'm finished because I'm definitely wearing toes. sandals. Go for the toes. <laughs> Loves it. And I knew, I met a guy, <clears throat> knew, well, knew, I haven't seen him in, in a long time. It was just, I think I'd say we were acquaintances for a window. He had what he called an, an oh shit bag. Mm-hmm. You familiar with these? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty self explanatory. Bug, yeah, bug, bug out bag. bag. Oh shit bag. You know, he's got the, uh, water. I think he had some dry goods, a little bit of cash, but he didn't keep the cash in the bag. He said the cash is in the undisclosed per, you know, area of his house. Fine. I'm not going to. I'm not going to rob you, but I understand why you do that. And a few other things in there as like, uh, you know, holy shit, fuck it. I can't grab anything. This is it. I'm hopping in the car and we're out. Yeah, that's wise. I feel like that's wise. But I feel like people like, I feel like the pandemic should have awakened a lot more of us than it did. But we yeah. all got to like, the problem is, is that cable we all started arguing with each other because cable news didn't go out. If cable news was like the first victim of the pandemic, we probably would have made it through fucking fine. We'd have been fine. Yeah, we'd have been fine. Yeah, yeah. We had uh, a, we had a, us to talk to once a week. Yeah, but that was enjoyable. I was getting my nipples waxed. Yeah, yeah that we was were, wild. We were, we were, wild times, man. We were, we were talking about Joe Exotic. I think every what third or every other episode. God, well, that was such a good like. That was, that was a good run. I think that we all thought that once everybody finished binging Tiger King, that the pandemic was going to be over. Like, wow, that was a fun week. That was that was a fun two weeks, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, I could have been worse, but man, it wasn't that bad. And then it just you know chaos in the streets. Yeah, uh, I can't breathe. All yeah. that. Woo. We've had a run, haven't we? <laughs> Only yeah. two seasons of Tiger King. Christ, I mean, what's next? What's next? Yeah. But what? That was that was the small minor collapse before the big collapse. Mm-hmm. Give it a couple more years. That's true. Right. All right. So uh resourceful uh resourcefulness. Yeah. Uh so I don't know if this is when you were going to College Park, University of Maryland. <clears throat> I think it is, but we had a mutual friend who we'll call uh, <clears throat> smock the Ron. Uh, does that, that not ring a bell? No. Anyway, <laughs> Rick Flock. Oh yeah, gotcha. Anywho, he asks. Uh, he asks Al. Or he had Alan. He asks Murray. He says, "Oh, he's asking anybody." He's like, "I, I lock my keys." My fa- first of all, this guy's a monumental drunk asshole, yeah. prick. Ruined every cool thing that you were ever around or in proximity of or trying to do. And he's like, oh, I locked my keys in my car. Murr, you're a pretty crafty guy. You could, uh, you could jerry, jerry rig a, uh, uh, <clears throat> a coat hanger to get in there and, and unlock it. And Murr's never shy, one to shy away from a challenge. He was like, absolutely. And it turned into about an hour long ordeal of Murr wedging it up through a closed window and down and finally got enough leverage 
to get it and pop it open. Well, it turns out the uh, the back doors were unlocked. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, wait a minute. The back doors were unlocked. Actually, what what happened was... I thought, I thought Murr was going to choke him with the uh, coat hanger. I got the coat hanger in there, and I got it latched against what you're supposed to get it latched against. And I pulled a couple times, and it, it kept slipping off. And I got so pissed. I think I did one of those, like... Like pirouettes in the street where I screamed at the sky and cursed God for a second, and then I turned and I grabbed the back door and pulled it and it was open. I was like, "Fuck you, man! Fuck I you, mean, smart!" Right. So like, I, look, this is not the show. I know Murray's a crafty dude because we've discussed it before, but not to shoot holes in this one. But that's not that hard. Fucking using a coat hanger to fucking pop open a lock is actually very simple. Uh, I, I had a, I had a guy very close to me back in the day who used to lift car stereos out of fucking cars and sell them. As you know, uh, side well, hustle for somebody who's only of yours, huh? for somebody no, only as, uh, close acquaintance. <laughs> as uh, for, but for somebody like me, it's like as seen on TV. I understand the mechanics. I've never done this before, but I bet yeah. I could. And I got close, and then I was just like, nice. I, I think in the back of my mind, I was like, how much of an idiot is this guy I'm helping? He's dumb enough to leave all the to other doors unlocked. Yeah. And that's what exactly yeah. happened. That same yeah. person, by the way, rolled his car in front of my house in Conowingo, knocked on my door at 2 a.m. And w- me and, uh, well, and we'll call him uh, Smetty, Smetty Leda, uh <laughs> Wes. We were both that's a hell the, of a name. We were both in the, in the house. <laughs> this car is on its roof. The three of us are able to boom, 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 back to its wheels, push it out of the road. And we're like, I was like, dude, you're not staying at my house because when the cops come and find that car fucked up on the side of the road, they're knocking here first. You ain't going to be here. And he's like, all right. And he just starts running down the road. Left the car. Yeah, how else would you go? Last, yes. I, last I heard of it. Fair enough. I don't know. Might be the last time I ever saw that person, too. Yeah. That's not surprising. One time. I don't even many. know this person, and that's not surprising to me. Leg- I, know, I know I have one of these persons. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Yep. They, they just <clears throat> fucked up everything cool. They just, I didn't really want to get into it. Actually, I, the only thing I, not to say the only thing, one of the cooler things I ever saw, we were getting hassled at a fraternity party at University of Maryland, and he pissed in one of the Jungle Juice uh, tubs. It was like a legitimate Gatorade one. And I, I was like, hey, just uh, run a little recon for me, distract him. I was like, oh, shit. And I was like, oh, wow, he's doing it. And sure enough, one of these bros comes up right after the lid's been... <laughs> Sid, and, and it's been shooken up a little bit. He's like, hey, what's up, guys? All right. Going to go dance with some chicks. Glop, 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 glop. And I was like, gag, 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 gag. I was like, yo, we need to get the fuck out of here before we're drinking piss and not from a Gatorade cup. Yep. <laughs> right, from, someone's, from someone's penis. Right, right from the fucking pose. That's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. Middle class holes, everyone. Murr, Allen, and Fox, man. Listen, talking about... Getting frat boys fucking pissed off. That pales in compare. That's complete child's play to what happened in Ohio. Actually, uh, let's see here. It happened a couple months ago. I just caught wind of it. So these two men were in a, in a fishing comp- competition. Don't know what they were. Uh, it was a walleye. I mean, it's Ohio. They're that's they're famous fish. for walleye, right? Yeah, I mean, there's there's tons of fish in Ohio, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know. But anyway, uh, if you're not familiar with how fishing competitions work, it's all by weight. Uh, you get... Uh, a certain amount of time, and I think there's like areas you can or can't fish in. That's the layperson that may have watched 30 seconds of a fishing competition on ESPN four at 5 a.m. Once, uh, I think I, there's there is one where a guy catches one with like 30 seconds left on the clock and goes bananas. Have you seen that? Probably like 10 years ago. 
It's a fishing competition that's gone bananas? It's not. No, no. It's not a fishing competition. To these guys, it is the fishing competition. It's like Bass oh, Pro God. Shop World Series okay. of Fishing or something. I'll admit, those could be kind of exciting because whatever these guys have going on, they, like they're like, bam, they're, they're, they're like snipers with these yeah. lures, and they know exactly where to throw them, and, they, and they're like catching 15 bass a minute, and it's, yeah. yeah. So that yeah. can, I can see how that can get exciting. I don't know the rules, but it's fucking exciting. Yeah. The the one I'm speaking of, not not what I'm about to talk about. The, there was literally, I th- I think like less than a minute on the clock, and the guy had to catch something pretty sizable to catapult him into first place, and does. And this guy, you know the, who do you think you are? I am. That's just. That doesn't yeah. do it any justice. This guy gets on his back and starts like dry humping the air with the fish on his gut. Like, hey, look at that! <laughs> I'm a champion. <clears throat> yeah. So, that's awesome. uh, these two guys win. Uh, I'm gonna get their names here in in a little bit. But uh, one of the judges got a little bit suspicious. Uh, started grabbing the fish when they weigh them. They put them on this giant hook that's uh, that's <clears throat> uh, attached to a scale. They won, I think, like it was like $35,000. Then someone gets wise to it, cuts the fish's guts open, and pulls out just those big lead circular weights from each and every one of them. And I'm telling you what, you want to piss a lot of fucking redneck fishing cop competitors off? I'm surprised these guys didn't get fucking lynched. I mean, hung from the same uh, scale that these fish are weighed from, and yeah. then weight stuffed in their rear ends and mouths. Have you seen the videos? I have yeah. not seen the video, but um, as someone who worked in Slower Lower Delaware and down in Ocean City, they have the uh, the, like the big marlin fishing oh, championship. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There, I think in five years there were like at least two like big deal. Like one of them was these guys had actually gone out a couple days before with some frozen fish and actually put them on the line. And they had thawed out over the couple days, and they were like champion, like swordfish or whatever the fuck they're going, marlin that they were going to catch. Yeah. And so they, but somehow they figured out that nope, I can see the necrosis on these. Yeah. These marlin, these have been dead for three days. And it's like dun dun dun. And then there was another one, <laughs> something super similar to what you're talking about, where like they, I don't think they weighted down the marlin itself, but I think they had put weights inside of the bait fish. And that caused it to be heavier. So if, like, let's say herring, I don't know what fish they use, but like, let's say they they had herring they were going to be using as bait, they would actually stuff the lead weights inside the herring. So you might cut open, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crafty. And that's that's so. I mean, what are you supposed to do? Have a judge on every boat? I I, or just not do these competitions for such wild amounts of money. Like people are willing to like cheat. I mean, I don't know what the top prize is for. What, what was the top prize in 30, this one? Thirty-five grand. Thirty-five thousand for walleye. So, like the white marlin, like out on the open water of the ocean, I think it might be million dollars. Is the I top think it prize. is. A, hold on. Forty-nine years and over ninety-five million in prize money for the white marlin open in Ocean City, Maryland. White marlin open winning prize. Uh, twenty twenty-two white marlin sure open uh, that ended last. <clears throat> this is this is from last year. Uh, uh, let's see here. Yeah, the Tibby remembered a lot of things, including a new world record four point five million dollar payout for a single fish. Damn, I, I don't. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and I think it goes by weight because again, then they weigh that fish and then they cut it up and sell it, right? Right. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, they like that's ninety five million dollars spread over 
white marlin, blue marlin, tuna, wahoo, dolphin, and swordfish. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, they have different tournaments for this open. Yeah, like, but, like, the big, the big day is, like, the uh, bringing in the marlin. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, that's the big fucking deal. But, man, I when, you, s- when you put that yeah. kind of money up on any sport, any competition, anything that it is, like, you are going to get cheats and thieves, yeah. and I think we kind of want them to be that way. Because yeah. we want to see the most ridiculous. We, you know, you know, you watch the Olympics every four years. The only thing you remember is when somebody breaks a world record and you're amazed. Like you don't give a shit who won the gold medal. You care that they showed you peak human performance. So when you see somebody catch a fish, you don't give a shit they called a fish. You want to know how big that goddamn fish is. You want to know it weighed weigh ninety six kilos or whatever the fuck they weigh. You know, like that's what you're going for, and that's what makes people fucking cheat. Plus, like I don't know, man. Like I. Don't... The, the guys that I know that like fish hardcore, like there's, 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 a, there's, I think a dichotomy, right? There's like very upstanding fucking anglers who are like, yeah, this is what I'm doing. And then there's the fucking roughneck, redneck, fucking good old boys that are fucking just out there fishing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And fucking, if there's prize money that you're dangling in front of them, well, got, got to make payroll in my electrical company that I own, so I better fucking stuff these fifth marlin full of fucking weights. Like, you know, been gambling up in Atlantic City a lot. <laughs> so it's a very... You're gonna get a crowd of people that's probably going to do some dicey shit, and I'm here for it. I'm okay with it. Let's fucking put money on the fights afterwards. I just feel like there should be a whole league of, like, like cheating. Just, like, yeah. whatever cheating. gets it done. It should be like, yeah, you should do the same exact shit but, like, award the best cheater. I'd be like, right. damn, that was fucking good, man. How'd you do that? If you watch this, and I'm going to see if I can, I'm going to share this with you guys just to show you, like, the, let's see here. So the, if you see the basket here, or the type of weights they were using compared to the size of the fish, you can see these, and they, they stuffed them all in there. Um, <clears throat> but and I'm trying to get a picture of the crowd because you see you see him holding the weights in front of the cheater here, and he's they they were pretty they weren't exactly argumentative. They just kind of took it up the keister. Oh, you guys, okay, you seeing this now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, <clears throat> but I got to tell you, man, when they first open that up. I mean, here's a good picture right here with the amount, the amount of people that are around. And these are all competitors. I thought for sure these guys were going to get at least socked once or twice. And oh, the yeah. event organizers were like, nobody touch them. Nobody do anything. You know, let them leave. Uh, apparently, they, they actually um, they did plead guilty to uh, some, uh, I don't know fraud, what kind of crime. Probably, I don't know fraud. It's fraud, probably. Yeah, because you like sign a contract. You got to abide by those guidelines and you make money. Like, that's a good yeah, point. That's fraud. That, yeah, you were literally trying to steal money. I mean, You're there's defrauding the yeah. competition. Yeah. Ten, 10 days in jail, uh, some other penalties undisclosed, including the forfeiture of one of the guy's boats uh, <sighs> with valued at 100 grand. Oh, dang. Oh, that's, that seems a little like, why am I forfeiting my personal belonging? Again, yeah, you can definitely, definitely send me to jail, sue me. I'm not getting the money. You ain't taking my fucking boat. Fuck off, Ohio. I don't know, man. I don't know, man, because it could also be like, well, you either give us the boat or I give you to the crowd. Your choice. What you like? Yeah, we're, this we're one. You're killing me. <laughs> you're, you were going to murder me in front of 100 people, motherfucker. <laughs> we are not doing this. <laughs> yeah. I, and this one actually may sting a little bit, depending upon who you ask. This 
uh, suspension really means dick to me, but to someone like this, three years of the fishing license suspended. Ooh. Ooh, you got a hundred and ten thousand dollar boat. I'm sure that's gonna sting a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> I have a feeling somebody's gonna be spending a lot of time in the old Bass Pro Shop pyramid out in fucking <laughs> yeah, right, Nashville, just fucking throwing out Memphis. Yeah, Memphis <laughs> testing rods and reels. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. And Murray, you you wanted you said when we uh, brought this up that you just had a, a whole idea about talking about cheating in sports. Well, you're not talking about just like steroids and things like this, because we had talked about that woman who won the Boston Marathon in the 70s, who like competitors are like, wait a minute. I didn't see her fucking pass me. Turns out she was ducking behind railings, taking subways and and, uh, 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 taking, I think, not trains, uh, uh, buses, certain stops. I think we all like, okay, like when we look back at Barry Bonds now and then we look at that whole era, it's like, well, no shit, he took steroids. Like he had to. Everybody else around him was and they weren't getting them. So he had to go and do it too. Just to, and maybe, maybe he rubbed a little bit too much cream on the nipples there. And it just, uh, it worked a little too well. A little too much deer antler spray. But there, there comes a point though where you almost have to respect the cheating because I feel like the cheater is cheating because the cheater wants to win so much and we value winning so much in this country that it's it, eventually it comes down to like Roger Clemens like I'm 40 but I still want to throw a fastball what are you gonna do what are you gonna do you're gonna you're gonna cheat and I almost feel like there should be I don't know a soft spot for the cheaters in this in this country I like how. The- we're so fucking American that instead of being like, maybe we should like devalue winning so fucking highly and you know, <laughs> care after look after these men's mental health. We're like, you know what? We should just new make a new cheaters category. That'd be fucking cool. We'd fucking definitely <laughs> give cheaters more shit. That's fucking awesome. And praise them for their cheating. <laughs> well, when it's okay, when it's on your team, right? You'll make a lot of excuses for that cheater. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, I'm not saying, like, I'm, that's not even a judgment. That's just, like, like, because I agree. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> just uh, an observation of. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just, it's just, just like, oh, cool. Like, Raphael yeah. Palmero didn't break my heart because he took steroids. Raffy no. broke my heart because he didn't hit, like, 45 home runs during that time. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I, like, Raffy, you were, you were a stud. If you were taking steroids, I need you hitting 75. Why aren't you in the mix with Sammy Sosa? Motherfucker. <laughs> Why are you slapping it to right field? What are you yeah. doing? Yeah. Well, let's hold on. You so hit first a ball out of field on steroids, you're fired, motherfucker. Get out. <laughs> Palmero was like putting up like 35 40 a year and did hit like 560 in his career. Yes. And that's I, true. I, and I will, it, some of this stuff, I don't want to get too deep into the baseball steroids thing because we're talking oh, about know, cheating we'll in sports. But I, I mean, some of, like Dave Segui wrote a paper or, or didn't write. He wrote something about, I took steroids because I couldn't walk in the morning after knee surgery. Well, it had yeah. nothing to do with hitting a baseball. Uh, <clears throat> Palmero may have taken him I, for, for guy that sure didn't look like it, unless it was for his mustache, which was beautiful, by the yeah, way. And that was, that was, yeah, that was actually one of my that's mom's. steroids. That was one of my mom's hall passes. Uh, really? Yeah. I, I was like, who on the Royals do you like? And without even... Uh, uh, that that fast, she's like, oh, Palmero. She said the what fucking a, Latin snake, Rafael Palmero. With a Latin snake, look at him, the Cuban <laughs> snake, <laughs> fucking Latino heat. <laughs> That's right. Um, uh, 
But I, I think to, to, my point is with the steroids, you had to understand like some of these, like Gagne was taking it to throw 103 and blow his arm out in three years. Yeah. He was like, fuck it, I don't care. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to set a saves record and my arm's going to be like Linguini. You're going to cut this fucking thing off of me when I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be in the, I'm going to be in the hall or really stupid. I'm going to make a ton of money and you're going to, you're going to remember this, this face and this name. Um, but I don't know. I think I'm a little more, uh, uh, I guess a little more intrigued by the people who, rather than like performance enhancing, just flat out, just just did something deceivious, just okay. cheated. Okay, what about out, out. <clears throat> Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan? Mm. Is, that che- is that cheating or just? I don't know. It's not. It's not necessarily <laughs> cheating, is it? What, do you, what would you call it? Because you can't. Okay, this is why assault. I, yeah, I know. It's a straight <laughs> yeah. assault. She had her like her ex husband hit her in the knee with a fucking piece of rebar. I mean, yeah, I feel like cheating would be like you know. Somebody went and dulled fucking, you know, her skates or something mm. unexpected, and then the bitch couldn't triple lutz or whatever the fuck they do. You know what wow. I mean? That's cheating. She right. dulled her patellar she was like, You know what? I'm gonna kill this bitch. <laughs> like, yeah, that's just straight up eliminating the competition. You ain't even cheating at that point. Yeah, or like if someone went in and uh, loosened up the brakes of the Jamaican bobsled team. I yeah, knew it was those Swiss. It was the dirty fucking Swiss. Yeah. Now, if you had just killed the Jamaicans, that's not cheating. (laughs) All you had to do there, you just had to steal their egg. You steal their egg, they had no power. That's all that had to happen there. That is very true. Yeah. What other good, like, I'm trying to think of some of the, uh, I mean, it's like, talk about, like, cheating and uh, people wearing talcum or sticky to their receiving gloves. But it wasn't wasn't outlawed. So, I mean, cheating? I don't think so. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously somebody thought it was, or they wouldn't have called it cheating immediately after finding out it was happened. I do like innovation in those categories, but sometimes I have to wonder, like, what do you consider cheating and what do you consider a competitive advantage? Well, if it's outside of the rules and and then you make it inside of the rules, okay, now it's cheating. But when you called me, I wasn't cheating. Deflating was... a football to a point where your receivers aren't dropping it. Didn't they? That was, didn't... The, that was in the rules, though. That's cheating. But didn't yeah, they didn't they debunk that though? Didn't like the Patriots get away no, with pretty, that? Particular? I'm pretty sure they've like triple confirmed that shit. <laughs> I thought that was the only one that they they were like. Oh yeah. no, I'm pretty sure all of them have been. Almost every single one of those is confirmed. But I have to say this though: is it cheating if there's no checking? So what I mean by that is, is like if the NFL says each ball needs to be uh, regulated to this many psi, da 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 da, and then you don't check the ball, what do you expect? The, comp- well, the think, competitor to do. I think that was part of the problem, though. They did check the balls, but like they would check the balls, and then a, like a, an assistant would come in after the ball check was done, and was like, Tsss. "Yeah, well, either you way, that. But I, I expect, I okay, I expect it. Now, Wes, did you ever play for old George Reynolds? Uh, no, actually, my uh, I, I lucked out. My first year was the year he retired. Okay, well, see, I pl- got to play for old George Reynolds. Now, George Reynolds came from, like, that 1980s school of hard knocks, uh, you know, if, if you don't, if, if you're a pussy, you don't win. And he would, he would gleefully pump our soccer balls up to a point to where the other, t- like, he bragged about how, like, a kid got knocked out one year because he took a header from one of our soccer balls and it was it was it must have been at 55 psi and knocked him clean on his ass. I'm like, "Yeah, mm. but we have to head them too, you dick fuck." <laughs> like, nah, you guys are tough. Yeah. All right. You guys I are make, tough. You head them yeah, all the time. I, I, and, I make it I make it 35, I bounce it off your head. I make it 45, I bounce it off your head a little more. I make it 55, you're resistant. Yeah, and then you just don't feel it. 
<laughs> yeah, you have CT at that point. Yeah, <laughs> your brain has been so dulled, you don't feel pain in the head, neck, or shoulder region. Yeah, <laughs> but see, <laughs> but there was nobody regulating that, so like he got away with it for years and years and years. I think one of our like parents actually complained about it to make it stop because it was right. hurting people. But so I guess my point is, is like with the NFL and the football, it's like a multi-billion dollar corporation. Like it shouldn't take like some guy named Jed who makes $35,000 a year part time to come in and switcheroo the balls in the middle of a game. Like that shouldn't be a thing that occurs. And if it does, I expect the team to pull it off. And they did. Sure. The only reason they didn't get away with it is because they were the Patriots and they already had like five rings at that point. Also, you would think they would have a more like, I don't know. It felt very Wild Westy. You know what I mean? They were just like, hey, like, it felt like a pickup game between you and your friends. You know what I mean? Hey, you got a ball? You bring a ball. I'll bring a ball. And then we got two balls. That's great. In case mm-hmm. somebody throws one into the fucking woods. You know what I mean? Like, that's no, what no. it felt like when the shit was coming out. Like, the Patriots were like, well, we, you know, we put in four balls and they put in four balls. Our four balls just happened to get a little fucking treatment beforehand. <laughs> like, it was the weirdest fucking thing. And I was like, hey, multi billion dollar NFL. What is this? <laughs> what, what is this scenario that you've created? Well, this is it, it, so, and I I didn't really know know this until Deflategate was that the up the as the offense you have your own balls. So <clears throat> when you when your defense is on the field and they were they playing the Colts during that that playoff game, the Colts team has their own balls that I guess Andrew Luck would you know under center would would handle, uh, and then the Patriots likewise. And yeah, no, it did found like referee checks it before it comes on field. Yep, most good to me. And then between there and the first snap, it either got deflated or was swapped out with a ball that got deflated. Unbeknownst to this referee who's busy, I don't know, looking at the clock, talking to the reps, looking at the cheerleaders, looking at how many men are on the field. Uh, I, I, who knows? Maybe, maybe they had a diversion. You know, maybe the Patriots like you go out and you'll talk to him. And when that <laughs> happens, and then we'll go to other. I but I always found it humorous where. Brady was like, you know, I, I couldn't tell. I, you know, I, I didn't know. I grabbed that. And I always go back to Tiger Woods uh, in the clubs. T- I think it's Tiger Woods in the clubs. That's right. Like, I'll take the light one. And it was like, these are a gram apart. And I said, like, most humans wouldn't be able to t- like, notice a weight difference. So for a guy like Tom Brady, he'd be like, mm, I, don't, I don't know. It did't, didn't feel deflated to me. I, you know, I, I throw with a glove. So it's kind of so tough. It's tough for me to understand that. Like, shut the fuck up. Well, shut either up. way, he still won two more Super Bowls <laughs> after that whole fiasco. That's correct. So, That's correct. You know. What about, like, how about the, like, the, the I don't know, this is like cheating. Rather than getting caught throwing the 1918 Black Sox scandal. What, where you, like, accidentally, like, maybe miss a three and two fucking right down the center of the plate pitch? Like, oh, shucks. I'll get him next time, coach. He's throwing good today. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. I can see that. I mean, you got, at the time, like, adjusted for inflation, you've got, like, hundreds of millions of dollars on the line. Yeah, I can see me. And you're getting paid in fucking tobacco. <laughs> That's right. Now, now, you're familiar with how Henry Hill and that whole team, that whole the realm of people got caught. Henry Hill from Goodfellas, who did exist, who was part of the, uh, I don't know, is it Gambino or, uh, yeah. I think it was the Gambino crime sure family. Gambino. So anyway, they, <laughs> they brought him in for questioning. And at the time, or maybe just soon after one of the college basketball seasons, they had Boston College basketball players on their payroll uh, throwing games. But what they were doing was if they had a spread of like ten, like Boston 
college is favored by 10 points. They would say, like, only win by six. And the players would be like, okay, we're winning, but you know, we just, you know, miss a free throw here, uh, give up an easy bucket here or there, and you win, but you, you know, they cover the spread. And Henry Hill didn't know that this was uh, against the law and admitted it to the FBI. He was like, yeah, we got these college kids up in Boston, you know, doing this for us. Like, wait, wait. Go on, continue. He's like, I didn't know it was against the law. Hey, is it kids are still they're winning the game? They're getting paid a little bit too. Can, can I get out of here? I got to feed the hogs. <laughs> so so silly. So any any other? Uh, I'm trying to. God damn, I'm cheating in sports. Let's I mean, you here. would think in our lifetime, there's been so fucking many. I mean, like, oh, I mean, well, and then all the steroids, like the, uh, oh, the, was it the. Uh, the the West Germany the West Germany swimmers that like came in with like mustaches and like penises. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, we could talk. We could talk about like the fucking I don't know, roughly like twenty five, you know, twenty year old Puerto Rican kids that they've sent to Little League World Series. That or, too, right. or like a decade of Chinese Taipei fucking sending like thirty year old fucking teams to fucking win Little League World Series. <laughs> Big fucking cheating in Little League World Series world. I heard there was the remember that there was the chess guy who had, they thought had a uh, communication device in his butthole. Yeah, that too. Yeah. I mean, look, when there's money on the line, there you will go to any links. I mean, look at the Tour de France for all those years that Lance Armstrong was competing. Like those guys mm-hmm. didn't even they didn't even have blood in their body. <laughs> they they had like antifreeze and fucking like anabolic yeah. steroids just flowing yeah. through their veins. Yeah. Yeah, Danny Albante. They don't even have. They don't. They weren't even like Tour de France bikers. Where didn't even have legs. There's just fucking. It was just a machine that did this through the Alps. There's a whole thing about the uh, the Russians cheating. Remember, because like they remember when like they were letting Russian individual athletes participate, but they weren't representing Russia. Well, that's because in the, the Olympics previous to that. They had they had done this they thing doped, like every for everyone. They had cut holes in the walls where they kept the vials, and they were actually sw- like somebody was like going in through like the ductwork, getting into a room and reaching through the wall and replacing bad urine with good urine, and then replacing the hole in the wall. And eventually, <laughs> somebody caught wind of it because I think there was like like uh, like brick dust around like the urine bottles. I'm like, what's this for? Like, oh, someone's removed this entire brick and hid behind the wall and replaced their pee. It's a glory hole. It's a glory hole, I swear. Uh, <laughs> this is a good one. I, I, I've never heard of this. Dora Ratchin, uh high jump. Um, so it's just, it's just, it, uh, let's see here, 1936 Olympics. A man whose name was actually Herman was convinced by the Hitler youth. Uh, to bind his genitals tightly to his body with the intention of competing against other women. He finished fourth. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Come on, brother. Like, you, gotta, you gotta at least grab the bronze. Illegal cars and, and um, uh, in, in, I guess, the, in Formula One, there's like corked bats, uh, like fifth down. There's some point shaving. Oh, who had the corked bat? Um, was it uh, the, the, Sosa? They, no, was it so? It, what, I don't know if it was Sosa. Was it Mo Vaughn? Is that a name that I'm thinking of? Damn, Mo Vaughn. Is it, I, I'm trying to remember uh, exactly what uh, did he have one? I think I I, I could be wrong. I want to say it's Mo Vaughn, and I want to say that they weren't sure on the field, so they took the bat to like a secret location in the stadium, and they and he paid like the Bat Boy a bunch of money to go crawl through 
like and, and try to retrieve it, but he couldn't make it. Here's a good one: <clears throat> 2000 uh, Spanish Paralympics team. Um, out of the 12 members, only two of them were mentally disabled. Dang. They said they did like a, uh, a Johnny Knoxville type thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is like the 2008 um, Chinese uh, gymnastics team. A lot of them were, I think you had to be 14 to compete in the Olympics. And some of them, they, they felt so. like 12 For or 13. Like gymnastics and like, yeah. yeah. Rosie Ruiz, Boston Marathon. That's the one I was talking about. Look that up. That's, that's incredible. So I'll leave it at oh, that. Yeah. Never heard yeah. of that. Um, tweet. <sighs> cheating. Cheating. Well, hey. It's the American way. That's we ain't cheating no more. We're gonna we're gonna expand our minds. We're gonna Listen. we're gonna cheat the world with knowledge. Let's if, get if to it. Could, if we could cheat you, we will. And if not, we'll blow you up. Oh that's right. Before I get to Fun Fact Friday, just on the heels of this whole cheating thing, I know that Michael Jordan has gotten kind of like I don't know if he's gotten his name sullied. I think maybe we all finally found out who Michael Jordan actually is because of the, think, uh, the documentary. I think, we that, I think we knew that, but it wasn't confirmed, but now it is. I do want to elevate Jordan's name once again to a position of superiority. Uh, I watched this thing about this guy who hit a million-dollar shot. He actually made the shot from the foul line on the other side of the court. So a mm-hmm. three-quarters court shot for a million bucks hits it. The insurance company decided they weren't going to pay the million dollars because he once played organized basketball at his local YMCA. Oh, Christ. Leave it it to insurance companies, baby. And apparently in the bylines it said that if you ever played any organized basketball that you were disqualified, though the Bulls are the ones who pulled his name and he disclosed it on his application. So what had happened was Michael Jordan and the rest of the fucking, like, 96 Bulls marched into the front office and said, you're going to pay that motherfucker his money. This guy got paid. He didn't know this is what happened. He showed up to a kid's basketball game where Michael Jordan was going to be watching and said, hey, can you sign the ball I made that shot with? And he said, no, I'm not signing it. But at the end of the game, he called the guy over and he goes, hey, did you get your money? He's like, yeah, why? He's like, all right, that was it. Michael Jordan made sure this motherfucker got his fucking million dollars. But then was like, fuck you, I'm not signing your ball. <laughs> you could pay me. I fucking pay love me. it. Pay me a thousand dollars. You can do, do that shit for free. <laughs> let's get to it. Five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday. It is your mental floss. Amazing facts brought to you, of course, by our great friends over at the Shin Splints Recovery Group. And I just saw a recent post by a Shin Splints Recovery Group member. I mean, the taunting, you know, it needs to end. Bullying in this country needs to cease to be, just like yeah. Shin Splints needs to cease to be. Uh, Wes, I saw that you... um. You, you, you testified. You testified. I saw that. Oh, I, th- I thought I thought this was going to be an anonymous. Uh, oh no. An- no, 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 no! Don't don't hide your shame. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean the Chinsplits Recovery Group is a is a uh, judgment free zone. Uh, they, they, it's a safe space for brand new members. And by the way, you're right. Bullying is not being tolerated here in this country anymore. Jim uh, John Harbaugh is going to get a four game suspension. On, on account of hazing at the University of Michigan football. So take note, people. Hazing, bullying, what intimidation. Jim or John? John. Jim. Wait, Jim. Jim, Jim sorry. The <laughs> former, <clears throat> well, former yeah, NFL player. Former NFL player. Played for the Ravens for a year, by the way. Uh, 
And anywho, uh, a not so anonymous new shin splints recovery group member uh, named myself uh, said, "Ever so thankful I stumbled across this across this group a little over 25 years ago. I was 15. I fractured my tibia. Very clean break, uh, but there were growth plate concerns. After a relatively easy six weeks in a cast, I jumped the gun on getting back into sports." Bad move. I was hit with a serious case of shin splints due to favoring my freshly healed fracture with my healthy leg. Took about four months to finally feel normal again. Nowadays, I'll only have a minor case about once a year. Nothing a little ice doesn't cure. But what's more troubling is a psychological scar tissue that still rears its ugly head from the name calling of some incredibly troubled teenage boys that I called friends. Uh... Weak shins, glass shins, thin shins, Sir breaks his shins. Don't worry, keep your shin up. Not by the hairline <laughs> fracture of my shinny shin shin. <laughs> Principal shinner, scarecrow, cowardly lion, and the shin man. Shinny shinny y'all, shinny yeah, shinny yay. Schindler's list. And have you been on a diet? You're looking shinner. The list went on and on. Anyway, it looks like a safe group. And for that, I'm happy. I hope those people that pestered me for three years are in a better place now than they were all those years ago. So thank you, Shin Spencer Recovery Group, for uh, hearing me out. Yeah. And uh, I saw plenty of, um, you know, bat padding um, comments as well. Mm -hmm. I believe there was another comment up there. Somebody being a, a kind of a twat. Let's see here. Uh, those dirty shinners should be ashamed of themselves. Of themselves. <laughs> pretty, good. pretty good. Dirty shinners. <laughs> Thank you. Let's get to it. Your five fun facts on your Friday. Did you know cardinals are fans of anting or covering themselves in ants, both living and dead? The bird will allow ants to crawl around their bodies or stuff ant corpses into their feathers. Why? One theory is that the formic acid secreted by the insects helps rid the birds of lice. Ants may also help clean up dried oils left over from preening. If ants are, aren't handy, birds will also uh, be known to use cigarette butts, beetles, and coffee. Wow. Cardinals, man. Making use of what they can. I, like... There are not just parasitic animals, but also small, like um, whales and other aquatic life that get you know, kind of get their their skin cleaned uh, by by their smaller uh, smaller fish. Crocodiles keep their mouths open while birds, you know, pick yeah, other peck stuff. Away at uh, the, uh... Peck away, yeah. Um, birds in particular, but no, this is interesting. They just let dead. Was it dead ants secrete yeah, all over them? They'll, they'll, they'll either rub the dead ants on them or they'll just like kind of lift themselves up and just let the ants crawl all over them. That's just weird, man. That is it's, strange. It's kind of, it's sort of like, like that, like, what's that, that Asian thing where you go in, you put your feet in the water and like all the little carp like suck on your little toes. Little fishies, yeah. Mm, yeah. 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 I also th think of, uh, what was I going to say here? No, this is what I was going to ask is how. Some poor bastard cardinal just couldn't get enough uh, ants, either dead or alive, and was like, you know what? These cigarette butts might work. <laughs> How the hell did they get that crafty? I know, right? You are right. I mean, beetles I get. Coffee I don't understand. And where are they getting coffee? Like, where are birds finding coffee? They fly coffee, in. It's, I'm assuming it's ground. I, I would assume. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm assuming it's Folgers. I don't know. Like, it just the, the little... The little, like, half an ounce on a styrofoam cup that wasn't drank. Best like, part of waking up 
Is Folgers in your butt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cardinals in your cup. Did you know, as well as being one of the strangest words in the dictionary, Archimimimi, or Archimimi, is also perhaps one of the strangest occupations in history. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, an Archimimimi was a, quote, chief buffoon or jester whose job involved attending funerals or impersonating the deceased person. Hey, everybody. Thanks for showing up. That's Wait, awesome. Hold on. Attend, attending funerals? Uh, uh, attending attending funerals or impersonating the deceased person. Wow. Wow. That's a good gig. Yeah, you talk about... I, like I mean, I, I thought these two fishermen that got caught cheating were going to get their ass kicked pretty quick. The Archimimimi might beat them to the punch, literally. <laughs> yes, sir, he is, he is hired for that specific purpose. Oh, <laughs> oh you don't... Ass. You don't he think is this is weird. You, you don't think this is like a funeral crashing type thing where no. it's like, hey, who's the no. oh, this is a celebration? Okay. This is his job. He is a professional cocksucker. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to show I, up I thought... as you, Wes, at your funeral if you go before me. Just say first you. of all, that's awesome. <laughs> Second of all, uh, no, I thought maybe it was like kind of like a street, you know, uh, you know, someone performing on the street where you have your guitar case open or you have a hat if you're something like that. You just you go in. You bust the crowd up, you do a couple jokes, and then you say, hey, you know, I'm just a couple dollars from my time. Thank you. You know, you, you, you're, you're a freelance. You're 1099. How do you, how do you spell that? Okay, it is A-R-C-H-I-M-I-M-E. That's why I couldn't find it. I couldn't even, like, I'm usually pretty good at deciphering words, and I was like, I don't know what that is. So it's <laughs> you know, Archimimi or Archimime. I think I'm, it's an Archimime. Archimime. I'm the kind of asshole that the next person that in my life passes away that I'm not incredibly, incredibly close with, I may pitch that idea as if I'm legitimately like, we should do that. Like, hey, I, we, should, we should hire an Archimime. But what, what are you talking about? Oh, it's someone who comes and impersonates Fred, who just passed away. Wouldn't that be a great tribute? They tell <laughs> jokes in his voice. They do yeah. his inflections. They, they do, do his reactions. Like, what? What? I'm Fred! <laughs> you yeah. know? God, that would be great. It's just such a good way to mem- mem- you know, memorialize the guy. And, yeah. <laughs> and he looks nothing like him. <laughs> but I just like, I mean, one, the name's ridiculous, which makes sense if they're a professional buffoon or jester. But like, that's your job, man. Yeah, like, that's, that's cool your job. gig. Yeah. That's cool Can job. you imagine? I would fucking trying... love to do that. That had to have been a thing post video, right? Pre video? I mean, pre video. Pre video. Pre, like, I, so they, they knew. What if you didn't know the person? What did you just do, like, a couple interviews with some loved well, this, ones? This and is try ancient to... shit, bro. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. This is they like, probably just gave, they probably just fed him some lines, you know. Like he's a, he was a he's a funny guy, loved well, loved fart jokes. Oh, like, that and I mean even like London itself. Say no probably, more. London itself probably had like twelve hundred people. You know, I mean like right. so it's, the, the gene. Not, but okay. <laughs> no, I'm saying like the gene pool at that time was probably a little thin. You know what I mean? Everybody yeah. probably knew each other. So like your town your town moron was like everybody knew you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. 
Yeah, Ted. Everybody Ted had always... predictable lives. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, he was the cobbler, and then the guy just comes and pretends to make shoes and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's not as difficult now. <laughs> it's not as difficult as it would be now. <laughs> Archimime, Archimimi. I love it. I, I, I think you know it's time to bring it back. It's a dead profession. Well, legitimately, consider, <laughs> consider my gift to your family upon death if you leave before me. That uh, yeah. <laughs> half of them will beat you in the parking lot, and the other half will fucking pat you on the back. I know See, it's gonna be great. Obviously, what you're gonna need to do is you're gonna need to visit a uh, a bakery, uh, and you're gonna need to get yourself a giant Italian roll and put that down your pants to mimic, of course, my god piece, and be like, "Hey, look, I'm Wes. <laughs> look at this thing." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do it in khaki shorts and a bullets t-shirt, <laughs> and the and the roll's gonna come out of the bottom part of the leg. Of the oh, you should break a little bit off and eat it. <laughs> you just reminded me of something. We had we had a uh, we had a guest in the studio, and we were when I was on the radio, and we we also had gotten a whole like big bag of gifts from uh, Adam and Eve, like the sex toy company. Oh yep. God. And so we had these. We had this giant, <laughs> had this giant dildo. And what I did is I stuffed it. I just stuffed it in my pants, but I stuffed it so it was hanging up above my waistband, like up my, up above my belly button, the tip. <laughs> and somebody said something, and I was like, "Yeah!" And when my shirt came up, like you could see like the the tip of a cock, and nobody <laughs> said a word. And you just saw everybody's eyes go like, "Woo, woo, woo!" We <laughs> never told them it was a fucking gag. Oh, so goddamn good. Professionals, man. That's Professionals. Right. Which yeah. Did you know, at any given moment, clouds cover about 67% of the Earth's surface? Interesting. Now, Cumulus, I have a question. Stratus and... Cirrus? Columbus. Cumulus. <laughs> um, now, okay, so the question is, Alan, you're, you're pretty good at this kind of stuff. When they say the Earth's surface... Now, I would assume that they're saying clouds, so they're not talking about fog, or are they talking about, like, low Earth atmosphere? Mm, I don't know, because fog is cloud. It's just sat low, and not, because it's heavier, density-wise. But, but they so, do like, make a distinction, because a cloud is a ground, or fog is like a fog ground is, cloud? Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. I, I don't just know. can't I, I mean, 67% of the Earth being, like, foggy. Well, that I mean, I it's not surprising because like if you if you keep in mind, like I wouldn't say that they like fog is going to comprise a huge percentage of that, but I would think that their their concept is like at any given times clouds are covering sixty percent of the Earth's surface, and you think about that like not on the ground surface, but like covering the surface of it. If you were looking at sorry, the covering the surface of the flat plate <laughs> that's right. floating. In the in the sky, I was about to correct you. Yeah, <laughs> in the universe. Yeah, so yeah. like it's very. You, you can see how it'd be very mm. simple if you have a have a big big flat plate. How sixty seven percent of that could be covered by fucking cloud. And I'm gonna add to this because clouds are just water, and the fucking planet's seventy five percent, eighty percent water. So that kind of makes sense to me because all you're doing is just water cycling, right? That's mm. all fucking clouds are. So. At any given point in time, yeah, I would assume the cloud slash water is covering at least 67% of the fucking Earth. Yeah, that checks out. Logically. Well, what, at least but wait, point. hold on, though. What happens, though, do, do the clouds ever just, like, bunch up at the at the wall? Yeah, I would assume so. I would think, my thought would be that, like, 
much like the DVD emblem that right. fucking only hits the the corner perfectly like once mm. every thirty minutes. Ah. Yeah, like clouds kind of bu- bundle into the corner, and then it's just like whoop up back to back to the other end of the world again. Okay, and then it just keeps going like that. Okay, I was thinking it was on like <clears throat> two. Uh, it was just a continuous kind of stream of of. Uh, you know, of, of paper music type thing. You know, the clouds. Are, well, my just, 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 just kind of keeps us. My original hypothesis was something like that, like like a like a like an old timey laundry line. It's just a circle, and you just mm. pull it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and it's just you know, it's just cotton candy. It just keeps floating, That's which right. goes un- goes goes underneath the the plate, and then comes back up. Which makes sense because Africa's so hot, and that's the center of the wheel. Yeah, checks out. So everything spins around it. Yeah. Yeah. We're catching on now. Look, I'm an advocate for truth. So Yeah. Mm -hmm. Remember to check out Flat Earth Science, Advocates for Truth, to discuss this brand new theory in further detail. (laughs) Theorize with us. Did you know, in 2019, Wally Conron, the Australian dog breeder credited with popularizing the Labradoodle, called the designer dog breed his, quote, Life's regret. Since his inception of the Labradoodle in 1989, designer crossbreeds have become a hot trend in the dog world, leading some breeders to prioritize cuteness and novelty over the dog's well-being. Quote, I opened a Pandora's box and released a Frankenstein's monster, he told the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. Yeah. 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 They aren't... Okay, so I saw this on Adam, Adam Ruins Everything. Uh, aren't he does ruin a lot? He does. Aren't, aren't purebreds just? I mean, aren't aren't they walking cesspools for yeah. b- yes. bad bad genetics anyway? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But well, but this you're inbreeding them. The the original Labradoodle though, if you're like that guy and this is like your life's work, like you're taking a Labrador retriever, essentially like a golden retriever, and you're mm-hmm. mixing it with a poodle, like two of the smartest, most loyal dogs on planet Earth. And so you are crossbreeding these genetics, which is a good thing. And you're getting like almost like this perfectly cute, perfectly obedient, perfectly fun-loving like dog. And then everybody's like, I like what he did there. You know what I like? I like a pug's face on on a on a mastiff body. Yeah. And it's like you just yep. you get the elephant man <laughs> in yeah, dog exactly, form. Exactly. That's exactly how that happens. <laughs> Correct. And then once you make one that's like kind of good. And you do it again with the same kind. Oh man, boy, do the fucking do the punnet squares of genetic anomalies fucking just come out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. It's fucking good stuff. I'm fairly certain, like English bulldog breeders just bash litters against the fucking rock every every so often because they're just fucking useless. Like <laughs> it's like the fly when he comes out the other fucking end at yep. the end of the movie, like kill yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, but you get one of them fucking cute blue ones. Six grand, please. Yeah, you know, like a like a J- Jeff Goldblum with tiny wings so he can fly. Like, look, look at me, I'm perfect. Yeah. I'd pay six grand for that. By the way, your brother fucked me up because apparently you and your brother and your dad all watched The Fly with Jeff Goldblum, and there's a point where he's actually saving the body parts that fall off of his body. And oh, your his penis dad, is, uh, yeah, nose, yeah. Your dad found the dick inside the, uh, in, inside the medical, uh, like behind the mirror and uh, the medicine cabinet. And so then I had to go back and rewatch the entire movie to get to that scene to pause it just to see Jeff Goldblum's penis. Now inside I got, the medicine cabinet. Mind now you, I the, fucking the, gotta watch it. 
And I hate the, the fly because it traumatized me as a child. Well, th- this is the first movie I saw in theater. Mm. Wow. Just just what? for frame of reference. Oh, that's yeah. a bad parenting or not. It's uh, terrible. I'm yeah. going to tell you, it took me about two years to get comfy to go see another movie. Yeah. I was like, I'm the mo- that, if, if that's the movie theater, not for me. I like I like I like my living room with Hulk Hogan. Do they show anything but the fly in there? I'm not going in there. <laughs> yeah, that's um, yeah that yeah that that's that's a that's a check mark on the the negatives the cons. Yeah, that's the, Alan, the Alan Fox con box. That mm. the, the fly goes in there. Yeah, couldn't it, couldn't it soften me up just a tick? Man, well, I think the next one I went and saw was. Oh Christ! What's that? It's not a Pixar movie. I think it's a Disney movie with uh, with with uh, dinosaurs. A Land Before Time. Okay. Oh wow! You yeah. went the other way. <laughs> Fed you the fucking candies and gumdrops. All right. Right. No, that was a, that was a school trip. I had to go do that. <laughs> I didn't have to, but I was like, all right. Well, my my elementary, but my, my kindergarten teacher's not going to fool me into a into a sicko fucking <laughs> psycho <laughs> flick. <laughs> Is Lightfoot going to spit acid in the other dinosaurs' faces and have his nose fall off and peel it? No. Okay. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. And finally, did you know parts of the Appalachian Mountains are more than one billion years old? They've eroded and reformed multiple times since then. Uh, I didn't know. So I wouldn't... Okay, I wouldn't have known a billion on the dot. I would have guessed close to that. It would have like probably more like seven, eight hundred million. The only reason I remember that is because the earthquake from about ten to eleven years ago that shook it. So then we got a very, I don't know, uh, news oriented education ah, on okay. the Appalachian so Mountains in, in general because that. Uh, remember that thing? The, the the epicenter was somewhere like Northern Virginia, close to West Virginia and Maryland, but it went people. Like as north as New York and as south as North Carolina felt it to yeah, some extent. Yeah. It was like a much more robust. Oh, like oh well, the, you know, the, it was super uh, the tectonic deep. plates. That's why, and, yeah. Well, the plate the plates in the mountains are different than the West Coast, and that's why it was felt, you know, by by a much broader audience, much wider area. And I do remember them, you know, talking about the age of the Appalachians. I just remember I was leaving work, and I was like driving through the parking lot, and I guess that's exactly when it happened. And I was like, man, one of my wheels is off balance. There's motherfuckers. There's motherfuckers. I was like like the memes with like the lawn chair knocked over and it was like, never forget earthquake. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was sleeping in my office and thought, uh, don't know, don't, don't know what to think actually. I don't know where I was. What year was that? I actually think I was in the hot. My mother was getting ready for a surgery. I was in the hospital. 2010? Yeah, it was like 11. It was like 10, 11, 12, 13, somewhere in that area. I am fairly certain that's what happened because like, it happened in a hospital for me, and people were like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "It's a fucking hospital. It's fine." <laughs> but but it's interesting. I was in a hospital myself, but I was working there. I was an employee. Oh, nice. Yeah. Watching a penis get cut off. Watching <laughs> somebody's gangrenous penis get chopped off. No wonder so boring. No wonder I was sleeping. Actually, they were building. I don't know, like getting some like heroic moment. They were building a new ER area, and I thought that a crane had dropped. Because they did have cranes working out there, and I ran towards it because I thought maybe for a fleeting moment that some someone was fucked up or needed to be helped or, or something. And I ran there, and it was just you know, crane was standing. I just looked like an idiot with red eyes and hair disheveled. 
I definitely wasn't sleeping. I'll tell you that. The earthquake did this. Made my hair just go. <laughs> and that, my friends, is your Fun Fact Friday. I feel better. I feel Archimime. I feel that educated. one. That yeah, one. Yeah, I learned I, a new word, and that's yeah. fucking hard. A new profession. You know, yeah. something. If times are tough, folks, you know, if you're looking for something, you just see, like, I, I haven't found my calling. You know, I don't know what makes me happy. I think we got something for <laughs> you. Be a dick. Funeral jester. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Be a professional <laughs> asshole. Now, do you, do you think they intim- impersonate him the entire time, or do they have to set the stage? Oh, they have to, like, tell yeah, a joke so. and be like, this is what he would have said or she would have said? I want detailed notes. Like, I'm not going to eat anything that you don't eat. Mm. I wonder, I yeah, I wonder if they, like, exactly I wonder if they, like, closed the <laughs> casket and then they were just like, oh, and before we bow our heads, and it's like, wait a second. I'm Wesley Fox. I'm still alive. Yeah. Oh, so the casket has a false bottom. Yeah. The body goes out. The Archimon gets in. They open the casket back up, and he jumps out and goes, look, everyone. Hey, I'm Bobcat Goldthwait. I'm Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> back from the spaceship. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Um, God, I haven't done that in a while. I haven't thought about that in a while. <laughs> I haven't even thought of it. <laughs> Thank you, Murr. Thank You're you. Welcome. You're welcome. Ah, all right. So on tonight's Before You Go, hey, folks, Alan has picked a super, superb, superb, subpar, subpar uh, good, maybe. bad movie for us to review. I watched it today. Um, Alan, I believe, watched it today. Murr watched it last week. <laughs> no, I watched it like three weeks ago when Alan I watched it today. <laughs> Alan Murr actually hit me up and goes, God damn it, when are we reviewing this fucking movie? (laughs) What what, what happened was, like, Alan was supposed to review it like three weeks ago. And and it was like, oh, guys, I totally forgot to fucking review this. And then for whatever reason, we kept putting it off. And I had watched it literally like the night before we were supposed to review it. So it'd be fresh in my mind. So my notes are just. They're oh boy, have I got a refresher for okay. you. Okay, get to All it. All right, so the the film is 1985's Private Resort, as you guys all know. Uh, this is Johnny Depp's first feature film. I have a, I have a rebuttal for that. I genuinely uh, don't believe that this was supposed to be. I mean, yeah, Johnny Depp's in the movie, obviously. He, but I don't think he was the star, star. originally of the movie. I think that something, either something happened in the, the 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 personal world, or some of his other projects got big before this movie was released. Because the main character in that movie is not Johnny Depp; it's that yeah, guy. It's big. really, it's really his buddy, right, Rob Morrow. I yes. think if you're asking me. Agreed. Yeah, like he gets way more screen time. Like it seems to me that Johnny Depp is the buddy. But we digress. I'll give you a quick plot uh, rundown. I'm gonna take it from Wikipedia because theirs is the best one. That I found. So Johnny Depp and Rob Morrow stars Jack and Ben, respectively, teen buddies on the prowl for wealthy girls at a posh Miami resort where they are weekend guests. Also on the prowl is the maestro, played by Hector Elizondo, with a great fucking head of hair, by the way. A skilled jewel thief pursuing the diamond necklace of a society woman, Amanda Rawlings, played by Dottie Goodman of 70s fame. Uh, While they accidentally run afoul of the maestro, Jack and Ben suddenly have their hands full. That's it. And so I think I described this to you guys as like they get on to this resort. They make like one misstep after another. And it's just like it's classic 1980s like hijinks and titties and like bad comedy. Yeah. And it's fucking 
after rewatching it after probably a decade of not having rewatched, that's exactly what the fuck it is. Two, um, I, two attract, two attractive young men get yeah. on a, a resort for a four day excursion yep. with the intention of just getting laid as much as they possibly can, yep. and then find themselves in the crosshairs of a very volatile jewel thief. Yeah. Hilarity ensues. Yeah. 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 So uh, a couple, couple key things here. It's a uh, 14% on the tomato meter. So, you know, it's good. I thought a very key metric was time to titty. Uh, I, I, I clocked time to titty at exactly three minutes and 45 seconds. This really? shit is literally at the end of like the intro credits. Yeah, it, Boom. I, when, when, that was one of the things that I watched, and I'm glad you clocked it because there was one point, like towards the end of the movie, right before the climax, and I was just like, "Well, I guess that's all the titties in this movie." And all of a sudden, they burst through a door Titty. of like of chicks like in a locker room, and like, ah! and I'm like, "There it is!" They fucking yep. they they. It was almost like the 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 director or the producers were like, "Oh wait a second, we've gone four minutes without any titties." Yeah, <laughs> like literally every set. My wife watched it with me this uh, this afternoon, and literally like every new scene, she was like, "Well, Andrew Dice Clay's gonna need a condom." Like, she <laughs> called it. Like, That's right. So, yeah, mind you, the time the time to first hit. Would you clock it at three forty five? Three minutes the, and forty five seconds. The from one to three forty five is just latent with skin, butts, yeah. bikinis. So, the whole uh, it's, it's almost as shocking. I think like when I saw that first tit, I was like, "Damn, I saw." I can't I saw believe a lot I had beautiful women before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, Maybe but, this is no, that kind of right. movie. So the whole the whole intro <laughs> scene is Johnny Depp and this guy basically just doing a lap around the pool, mm-hmm. and just seeing all the scantily clad goodness. There's like the kid who's like using the fish hook to get the ladies top off. Like the always, there's always that mischievous kid at the resort pool, right? Fucking. And then you meet Hector Elizondo and you meet his wife played by fucking Leslie Easterbrook, who is fucking Callahan of police Academy fame. The tall blonde, husky one. And you do do see her titty, but it's through like a sheer, uh, nighty. Yeah. It's through a sheer, a sheer thing, but you definitely see Callahan titty. She must uh-huh. have had some enhancement between there and Police Academy because no, I'm not. I'm not. Look, I, I, what I saw was fine. That's all I'm saying. But yeah. I was just like, but but by the time, but I did not know that that was her from Police Academy. She definitely got a job mm-hmm. done. Yeah, right. So the way that all this breaks down, let me we'll, we'll backtrack and I'll try to run through it real quick for you guys. It's hard to hit all the high points because it's literally just hijink after hijink. But. What happens is they do their lap around the pool. The one fucking dorky one who is technically the main character kind of gets smitten with like the dorky waitress lady, and then God, fucking I Johnny wish I Depp. Dorky waitresses like that. Yeah, well, right. Well, she's the dorky one of the fucking rest of the crowd. She's a fucking smoke show. But yeah. either way, so Johnny Depp, of course, being the being the Johnny Depp character, tries to fucking hit on Callahan, who is the maestro's wife. This very, you know angry jewel thief on the resort all about business he's trying to get this diamond the lady callahan maestro's wife does not accidentally leave her room key or does accidentally leave her room key which johnny depp reads as an invitation to come to the room to bang he goes to the room with his buddy to bang and then fucking hector elizondo comes in and the fucking the hijinks immediately ensue johnny depp's Mm -hmm. naked in the bedroom he thinks the wife wants to fuck him the other friend's pretending to be the resort barber. He gives Hector Elizondo a bad haircut. 
fucking everybody's got to run from the room. And basically, from then on, it is just total fucking chaos. There's it's a, a pure security. Yes, go ahead. It's a, it's a Rube Goldberg fucking yes. just, just calamity after calamity after calamity leading to yep. the end. I don't think, I will say this, Alan. I know this is your movie to review, but I don't think it deserves a 19% on the thermometer. No, I think, I don't think, I don't think it does at all. Look, if we're going to hit the highlights here, there's, there's quick time to titty. There's young Johnny Depp. There's plethora of other titty. There's young Hector Elizondo with a great haircut. There's fucking Callahan. There's a reference to Quaaludes to get ladies to have sex with them. Johnny Depp at some point is like, she's, he's telling his buddy, look, give her a couple of these ludes. She'll loosen right up for you. Really fucking problematic. But 1985. Who, who is, by the way, a religious nut who then... Let, yes. Takes her hair down and, and disrobes. Who has a great set of knockers on her? Great, well, great set of knockers. Yes. Here's, here's, yep. here's the thing, though. Let, let's break that down for a second, though. Okay. <laughs> Which the quaaludes? <laughs> yes, the quaaludes. Because, like, okay, I'm I, part of me. Like when I saw that, believe me, Alan, I was as shocked as you are. But I'm shocked from a now perspective. I mean, yeah. you got to remember, 1985 is almost fucking 40 years ago. Yep. So did they think something different of quaaludes? you know, almost half a century ago. Like, did they think that they did make you horny and people took them for recreation, whereas now we know that they're like, nope, you don't remember anything, and yeah, you get banged out, but you don't remember why you did or if you liked it or not. Like, no, did they- I, th- I think it was such a, t- a sign of the times that, like, no, it, it definitely didn't make you horny. That's not what the medicine does. <laughs> I, I know, but 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 to use it in that manner in a so casually, it's so casually yeah. in a you know in a obviously a major motion picture production. Yeah. yeah, it seems like they 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 viewed quaaludes in a different manner than we do now. Oh well, yeah, maybe, I think maybe, they did. maybe because they knew the writing was on the wall and they were running out. This yeah, is, you know. <laughs> And it was totally, like, it was totally acceptable to just loot up a babe and have some sex with her in the 1985. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it, yeah. look, that was the one where my wife was like, whoa. <laughs> well, that, right. I mean, but the reason I'm bringing it up is Did like, if I'm Bill Cosby now, right? I'm like, why don't you watch the private resort with the Johnny Depp? Because Quaaludes weren't a big deal in 1985 when I was using them on all these women in my hotel room. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I knew what they did. (laughs) And see, like, that's the point, though, I think. Everybody knew what they did. Nobody talked about it, though. Like, he literally on his sleigh sliding out of the door. He's like, here, man, just give her a couple of these. She'll be fucking great. Hold on, no, you... You, because you're playing third wheel with a religious chick, you give these to have sex with her. That way I can have sex with, with the, a with whore the hot by, by, yeah. the, the, by the, the smoking hot bay by the pool. But yeah. the way they represented the uh, the side effects, if you will, of the quaaludes was like it made the chick with the diamond, the old lady, it just made her super horny. And she just wanted to bang everybody around her. Like she didn't, That is true. She That's didn't true. go to sleep on the bed. She was like. I want to have sex with everyone. That like, is true. So, like they, the, the way they portrayed what a quaalude was was not what we know it to be. Maybe, maybe yeah. how, I how think in had the eighties we thought quaaludes were like Spanish fly and they were like roofies. Yes, yeah. that's right. <laughs> uh, I got a couple a couple of notes that I had. Uh, <clears throat> so Rob Morrow, uh, who plays Ben, who yes. you guys said was supposed to be the the, the main character, I, I, I could think not he get over is more. 
he had a cheesy laugh after every line. Yeah. He would say a line and go <laughs> with a stupid worse. smile. Um, I also thought it was funny that uh, Miss Rawlings, played by uh, was it uh, uh, Dottie Goodman, Dottie yeah. Goodman, uh, knew kung fu and beat the shit out of the maestro on more than one occasion. Um, <clears throat> the other thing that I that I, that I noted was. <sighs> Much like the Quaalude thing, where you kind of turn a turn a blind eye and you turn it into comedy, there are multiple scenes where handguns and or automatic weapons are waved around <laughs> in a large crowd of people, and people so are continuing my, to laugh. Like this is my, <laughs> this is my this psycho. Movie. This psycho has a fucking AK. Let's <laughs> laugh because he has pie on his face. Wee. This is my final note. So there's a final like chase scene where like it's the end of the vacation. <laughs> Fucking Hector Elizondo's getting ready to leave the resort with fucking with Callahan and fucking the boys are getting ready to leave the resort with their pretty girls that they have nailed down and fucking. But Hector Elizondo can't let it go. He's got to go find the fucking barber who fucked up his hair. And there is like a 10 to 15 minute fucking final chase scene around the entire resort with Hector Elizondo and Johnny Depp and Rob Morrow and fucking they shoot down hallways with other people in them fucking. They enter a fucking, like, full banquet hall with people eating dinner. And so, I don't even know where Hector Elizondo gets the automatic weapon. I think it just materializes in his hand. And then he, he literally shoots it nonstop for, like, two minutes. It's, it's got a clip this big, and he shoots 300 <laughs> rounds out of the fucking thing. <laughs> it, it gets... It really goes off the fucking rails in the last like ten minutes, <laughs> and you're right. That is a fun. I was like, why did they just keep shooting? Yeah. And, and, and they fought. I was gonna say one more point about the eating thing. That scene where he's shooting is they had hit every fucking trope, like every '80s trope. There was some bullying. There was some this, that, the other, some cheating boyfriends and girlfriends, and then there was finally the fat character, and there was a fat woman at the buffet who did not stop eating while they were shooting <laughs> all around her. <laughs> and I was like, they nailed every fucking 80s, 80s trope they possibly... They were like, oh, fuck, we don't have the fat person eating in a weird situation. Get her in there. <laughs> yeah. They also, the, every uh, every fist fight scene, and there were a few, you know, there was the, uh, the, the employee who wanted the... Who wanted Ben's girlfriend? Who was like, "Hey, oh baby, yeah, that guy. Maybe you meet up with me." And then he fought Ben, and then Andrew Dice Clay fought a few other people. Uh, he had inadvertently punched the security guard, who's throughout the whole fucking movie just gets you know, his shit kicked. Just yeah, gets 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 get the shit kicked out of him. And they use the same sound effect for every punch. Every it's single the 1980s, like, <laughs> yep, yeah. yeah, and. They and in classic eighties style, they use the, uh, the 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 tranny joke. Ad nauseum. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Wait. He draw. Uh, in the last scene, there's the gun shooting. He he calls him uh, a, a, an f word hairdresser for that's mm-hmm. uh, mm. a, a, a gay slur. Uh, yeah. Right. It, it gets like I said. The last ten minutes is real fucking wild. I don't sure. know why. I don't know if it was written that way. I don't know if production just fucking. They were like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just wrap it up. And, but and I feel like they were just like, we don't have guns. This is an '80s movie. We need a we need a chase. We need guns. We need a fucking hilarious, some more hilarity. Let's end it off. 
Yeah, we right. need a Cowboy locker room to get those last sets of titties in And there. a locker yeah. room full of tits. Yeah. And, of course, uh, uh, Asian tourists taking pictures of the of the yes, shootout of right. the salon and laughing at everybody because oh, they're laughing hey, at it. And not because just because that. A, psych, a psycho with an automatic weapon with pie cream on his face is funny if you're there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and you had the two Asian guys who were sumo wrestlers, and all oh, they yeah. did was like sumo wrestle and talk in broken uh, Japanese yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is OK. So this is the one scene that I got that I had to go back and watch one scene that I had to go back and watch again, specifically because I was confused as to what was going on. Uh, the maestro is chasing Ben. Ben jumps into what is a locker room for a performance that's going to take place on yes. the resort. Yes. Ben, who is only wearing a bathrobe. He's just thing wearing gym shorts at that gym time. Shorts. I know what you're talking about. Jumps and yeah. in, in, in puts on. Uh, like enough clothing dress. to appear as yeah. a woman. The maestro then comes in and then becomes immediately smitten with him. I thought yes. for sure that he was doing this as an act. That way, when he got Ben alone, he was going to kill him. Turns Agreed. out, no, the maestro was legitimately attracted to yeah. what he all saw. All his wife is and sitting in a cab with the meter running. <laughs> lost all of his senses, lost all tr- traction on what he was doing, had yeah. no desire to find Ben or the jewels. He was like, this woman. This is what I want right I'm going now. I'm to banger in the elevator with Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. And, yeah, then, he, yeah. and, then, that, and then that fucking, uh, that diamond he worked so hard to steal, he drops down Ben's cleavage, and then he has to chase Ben some more. That's right. He's going to put it on Ben. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Private fucking resort. And all, you know, resort. think about this. These two are running from the maestro uh, for what? I mean, that happens, what, the second day? Yeah, Dirty. like yeah. Well, no, it happens day one. Yeah, no, very first I thought, day. I, I thought at night. Uh, maybe it's the first day. Okay, yeah, because he, gets, right. he goes back to the room with the key. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. Because uh, I, I was thinking about the night scene where that woman's like, "The first guy I meet, I'm gonna take him home with me." And giant, oh, that's Dips, the like, next hey, night. Yeah, that's the next that's night. You're right. Um, so they're they're trying to avoid crossing paths with the maestro on a resort of what. 300 people for which is what appears to be about 300 people yeah for for what three days it's it's like it's like trying to avoid somebody at your holiday inn in ocean city yeah Yeah. well when you're horny and full of roofies i don't know what you're gonna do yeah when you're you're horny and you got a Tylenol bottle full of quaaludes anything goes but anything goes well christ private resort i i had to kick reviewing this one um good pick alan and you're right because I thought, um, I, I, I actually, Sarah did ask, she was like, is this a good, bad movie that I'm going to have to watch uh, in the near future? I was like, ooh, yeah. I'm going to have to think about this one. Kill, you know, my wife was like, I just lost brain cells, you fucking dick. And I was like, <laughs> you know hey, what? You're welcome. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. There was a time where cinema was really just for men. Not a lot of ladies liked watching movies. I don't know if it was an attention span thing. I don't know if it was that that kitchen needs cleaning, so you don't got time to fucking spend two and a half hours down the fucking city. Let's pause there for a sec, because you're absolutely right. Because not on top of the Quaaludes, two horny boys chasing tail, like the Andrew Dice Clay sideline, where Mm -hmm. just just to inject more hijinks, is like Andrew Dice Clay's at the bar cheating on his girlfriend with a resort goer, and then enlists the help of the boys to cheat on the girl. And, and that's where the line that you had mentioned, Wes, where the girl's like, I'm going to sleep with the next guy across my path. Johnny Depp, the fucking opportunist that he is, 
tells his buddy, he's like, look, run interference, keep Dice Clay out here. I'm going to go cross that fucking path. He's like, wait a minute. You definitely don't take her to your room, though. You should do it in yeah. our room. Here's a key. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. of course, if you're listening, you could probably guess that they end up in the same room, hijinks, <laughs> and then fucking hijinks ensue, right? You got to, they, they carry a drunk girl, they drop the body, fucking, he comes in and out, needs a smoke, needs fucking condoms. I gotta say, I, I gotta say though, in its defense, era, whatever, doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Every, a lot of the hijinks was clever. Like a lot oh, of yeah. like the, oh, this happened. Oh, shit, this is happening. Oh, shit, this is happening. See, it that was, scene, it was clever. That scene, that scene's like a, a weekend at Bernie's type. Yes, yes. Type yes. Going on. Yeah. I was gonna say, it does have a very weekend at Bernie's feel with like the. The, the roller coaster of hijink after hijink after hijink. Like, right. they just can't quite get themselves out of it, you know? Can't hit that. So, if you got $3.49, rent it on Amazon Prime. Or watch <laughs> it for free on Tubi. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I think I watched it on something called Cackle. <laughs> I might have watched. Maybe I watched it there, too. Uh, by the way, <laughs> justwatch.com. You can find out where all movies are, whether they're free or subscription or uh, rentable. Justwatch.com. Well, beautiful. We don't money for that. No, we don't. We ought to. Anyway. <laughs> so, who works at justwatch.com? No, you just you just go to justwatch.com. It tells you where the movie that you're looking for is either no. streaming or yeah. Yeah, I understand that. I meant how do we monetize our fucking advertising? Good point. <laughs> you call in listeners. You call I'm, in I'm sure nobody's ever heard of that shit, so you're welcome, justwatch.com. You, you call in, it's Kramer. Like, <laughs> playing at Field of Three is... Uh, <laughs> Movie phone. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Mr. Murr, you're next. you got about a month, so mull it over. Tell us what you want to do. Do you want to go mid-80s Johnny Depp, or you want to go, I don't know, late 70s John Wayne? Did he, ever say he never started a good, bad movie, right? No. All of his started, were fucking classics. He started just, bad, good movies. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I think it's the opposite. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. Uh, we're a little light on uh, listener comments, so I'm gonna hold That's off okay. on what happened this week until next week. So sorry, folks. Yeah, sorry, Blickety Blow. You are a you are a regular commenter, but uh, we're, we're gonna hit it up next week. That way, we get a few more. So anyway, uh, Christ, folks, we'll see you in August, I guess. Otherwise, uh, what was it? USA assaults one nothing. Hold on. Let's see if the ladies have tied it up. They've tied it up 1 1 in the nice. 69th minute. All right. We That's just coincidental. All right. It is coincidental. <laughs> oh, follow us at MDL Class Holes, Instagram, Twitter, Middle Class Holes, Facebook, TikTok, uh, YouTube, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, whatever. You know, fucking follow us. And find any of you want. Back, listen to the end of the last episode and you'll catch all that again. <laughs> just watch <laughs> us at dot com. Yeah, just fucking, I don't know, find us maybe. Or don't. Just. Whatever. Just find us.com. Just fucking listen. Just watch us. Just watch us find us. Dot <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <Not> UK. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>